Ooh. Sultry tones, guys. You know what that means. It's a porno. Yep. Oh, no. It's uh, another episode of the Movie Dummies podcast, the podcast where dummies talk about movies. I am Joe, and with me this week is Matt. Hello. And Angela. Hey. Shannon's asleep, and Aaron might be hopping on later. Um, and I got to tell you, we I labeled the episode last week Star Wars Talk, and no one listened to it, so... <laughs> Oh, think uh, wow! I think people don't like to hear us talk. Well, me—they don't like to hear me talk about Star Wars. It hurts. It hurts inside. That's okay. We're I not- think they hate when I talk about Star Wars. <laughs> oh, that's never though. Come on. I mean, that's the only thing going on right now. Maybe it has something to do with it, and that's that just ended. So, yeah. Now we got Maybe after party. Just not excited with it. The servant and a bunch of other stuff I watched. But how are you guys doing? I'm a okay, Padana. A okay. Yeah, I'm doing all right. That's awesome. Did you watch anything good, or were you like me and like you heard everyone talking about Harlan Corbin's The Stranger on Netflix, and you're like. Okay, okay, I'll finally watch it. And then you turn that sucker on and you go, oh, I watched this like a year ago. And I realized why I don't remember it. I do remember it, though. Um, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, this happens, and then this happens, and then that happens. <laughs> I just don't remember watching it. Um, I don't think I watched this movie. Okay. Um... Actually, I didn't really watch much of anything at all. I was having kind of a rough week, and I just wanted something comforting and familiar. So you watched so I went ahead. No, I watched The Office. Oh, fantastic. Good choice. Yeah, I started with... Uh, I didn't start from the beginning, though. Yeah, you're I started with like you, you can't watch season one. Season one is so cringy. Pussy. <laughs> I know. That's not the that's not the kind of space that I'm looking for right now. I'm not looking for cringy. I'm looking for well. I'm in like season four. I like I will right say after. Uh, and this is my own personal theory. Okay, <clears throat> it's always that cringy. However, however, uh, they build you up enough goodwill as time goes on that Mm -hmm. it's like different. So like by the time you get to Scott's Tots, which is by far the cringiest episode, it has to be. Oh, yeah. It's the worst worst thing thing Michael Scott has ever done by a mile. It's the worst. But you feel more empathy than you would if it was in season one because you've already gone through all these things where you realize Michael Scott. He went to Jen. He went to Pam's art show. Yeah. He was the only one who showed up. I think about the time that makes me um, not be too mad at him about Scott Stotts is the time where he was, he said he was on the kids show when he was a kid. Oh, and he brought in the the videotape. Yeah. And it was basically him in a little suit saying that he wants to have a bunch of kids so that he'll always have friends that will always like talk to him or whatever and never leave him. And that made me oh like realize like, he, that's what he wants. He just, you know. Yeah. Anywho. It's so, it, it's tragic. It really is. Yeah. The tragedy of Michael Scott. <laughs> and I saw Ricky Gervais was on Fallon. And he asked him, like, which is better, the American office or the British office? And Ricky goes, I always thought the British office was better, but my accountant assures me that it's the American office. <laughs> God, he's so funny. I mean, and that is so true. The British office I mean, might be good, but it is not American office popular. No, and it, even though they haven't shot an episode in like 12 years, 
eight years, something like that. They are more popular now than they've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely bonkers. Season six is the year uh, Steve Carell left, right? It was seven, but I think it was seven. I think there were only two seasons. Like he he left in season six. That's what you said. Oh, I thought you said like at the beat. I thought you were implying that no, season six is the one he left at the very end, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And then it had Will Ferrell at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) Will Ferrell's hilarious. I would argue that the very height of the office's popularity was the finale of season six. I don't know. Let's I'll look up some ratings, but that's my, I think that's probably, I I think that's probably true, but (laughs) don't sleep on like Idris Elba as Charles minor. He is that whole arc is comedy gold. Yeah, but the show didn't like it when he left. I know, but Jim got his comeuppance. Or he got his comeuppance for being a dick to Jim. Yeah, but, you know, also Jim's a dipshit. Oh, yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, like, we all know Charles Minor's right. Or Charles, yeah, Charles Minor, wow, is correct in... How he feels about Jim, like we've all seen, watched him do it for years. But I don't know, it's a Drisolba. I don't know. We love Jim, right? We want Jim to win, so that's yeah. Drisolba. Does anybody feel like anybody else feel like Pam is kind of a? How could I put this nicely? <laughs> A biatch. Um, sometimes. Well, I think that she's in a normal relationship, and I kind of like, I enjoyed the fact, I don't know how much truth there is to this, that they were going to make Jim and Pam break up for a little bit, and Krasinski, like, said no. Uh Uh-huh. I will quit. And they didn't do it. Yeah, they talked about this on Office Ladies. Is it my remembering the story correctly? Yeah. More or less. Yeah. yeah. All right. You guys want to know what the top 10 highest rated, as in watched, episodes of The Office are? Sure. Absolutely. Coming in at number 10 with 9.22 million. Now, think about that for a second. A highly rated show nowadays might pull 4 million. Oh. Oh, I know which one it is. It's the dinner party. Yes, I was going to say that. Cringe at its finest. <clears throat> Beautiful. You're going to notice the dinner party. Theme. You're going to notice the theme with all of these episodes, by the way. They okay. uh, they had to do so many takes of the wall-mounted TV because <laughs> okay. they couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Number nine with nine point two four million is Secret Santa. Which one? The Secret Santa one, that's the one where, uh, isn't it the one where Andy is giving Aaron the 12 Days of Christmas presents and it's a bunch of birds and she's all scratched up? Oh, yes. 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 Why is it so many birds? Yeah. Number eight. Oh, my gosh. With 9.32 million viewers is Employee Transfer. Where Holly is transferring back to the Nashua branch after David Wallace finds out that she and Michael are dating. Oh yeah, um, and then she goes back to Nashua and immediately starts dating a coworker again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob Hubel. Yep. Great episode number seven. Uh, Nine point six seven million is the fun run. Great episode. Oh, I just watched that. It's so good. Fun run. Oh, Meredith. the marathon. <laughs> After yeah. he runs her over with his car, finds out she has rabies. <laughs> yep. Which probably actually Jeez. saved her life. Yep. But uh, how the hell did she get rabies? <laughs> because Dwight trapped a bat on her head oh, with yeah, a garbage right. bag. Right. Oh, I love that episode, too. The, the <laughs> prank Jim pulls on Dwight. It's pretty great in that episode. All right, number six, 9.70 million is Christmas Party. 
Christmas party with the Yankee Swap. Oh God, Yankee Swap! Is that where he got uh, Ryan? He got Ryan an iPod, and everybody and Phyllis got him a homemade oven mitts, and he was pissed. Yeah. So he turns their secret Santa into Yankee Swap. Yeah, it's pretty great. Isn't is that the one where uh, what's his face jumps into the table? Jumps into the table. Yeah, there's like a song or something. It's actually the first scene that turned me on to the office. I saw my niece watching it and I thought it was hysterical, so I started watching it. I don't know what you mean by jumps into the table. Yeah, me neither. He it's was the dancing one with, or with Pam and the teapot. Jim got Pam the teapot. Yeah. But he took mm. the note out of but it. But Dwight ends up with the teapot. He's going to turn it into a neti pot. And Jim sure is th- not okay with that. And he's trying to get it back from him. Hmm. Pretty sure there it's a Christmas episode, but Daryl is like dancing to some music or something. And he like falls into the table. Is it the Christmas episode where everybody gets drunk and Michael takes a picture of Meredith's boobs? <laughs> oh, God. Probably. All right. Number five. 9.81 million people watched The Chair Model. Oh, God. The Chair uh, Model. That was... Michael falls in love with her immediately. <laughs> he died in a car crash. Died in a car crash. And then he's, he's depressed. He's all sad. The love of his life died in a car crash. That's and gonna Pam's be like, you didn't even... You didn't even know her. <laughs> He's like, Pam! Is that the point, Pam? Oh, man. Okay, number four, 10.10. million uh, watched Ben Franklin. The <laughs> 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 one where Andy Daly comes on as Ben Franklin. Oh, my God. For Phyllis's uh, bachelor party. Bachelor party. And he starts hitting on Pam. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Almost the same exact oh, amount of viewers for number three, Traveling Salesman. Great episode. Great episode. Traveling Salesman. Which one is that? Uh, it's season three. They're all going to be Traveling Salesmen, and it's Jim and Dwight team up. Oh, Remember? yes, yes, yes. Dwight oh, Dwight goes, my give gosh. me a minute, and Jim goes, you yes. still do this? <laughs> yes. Jim says what? You still do this? And Dwight gets in his car and he listens to like Hard heavy rock. rock. He's punching. The oh seat. Jesus Christ! He's <laughs> like drumming and psyching himself up. And it's where Cat in a fit of belly finds out that Jim once had a uh, little crushy crush on Pam. Yeah, 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 that's right. Now this is wild to me because of what it is, but the pilot is number two with eleven point two million. Hmm. Yeah, people were really excited about it. When they heard it was uh, an American version of The Office, people got on board real quick. It's this pre-hairplugs version of Steve Carell. Pre-hairplugs version? Oh, yeah, he got hairplugs. Jenna doesn't say he got hairplugs. She oh, just he... said that in the, in the first season, they did his hair differently to be he... more like David Brent, but they changed it. I don't okay. Yeah, he got hair plugs. <laughs> okay. If you look at his what's going on with his hairline in this episode, you would assume that by now he would be bald. <laughs> and he's not. So gotcha. go ahead and do with that what you will. Number one episode, number one watched, twenty two point nine million. Probably I know which one it is. It happened after the it Super Bowl. It was after the Super Bowl. What's the episode? I can't remember, but What's I just about? listened to this office, ladies. If it's not the fire thing, I'm going to be angry. It is. No, Charlie. Yes! It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the one with Dwight where he, he sets he starts a panic. Yeah. Sets the building on fire. Season five. And knew it. Yeah. Stanley has a heart attack. Yep. <laughs> really? Because it happened after the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. I think it's just because it's the best episode, but you know what I know. They have a roast, boom roasted. Yeah, it's a great episode. Boom roasted. But it is a great episode. Zero of the top ten episodes were from a season without Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Steve Carell made that show what it was. That show, if I love Bob Odenkirk, but that would not have been the same show. Um. I think it would have been similar, but it wouldn't have been as it good. It definitely could have been similar. They're both incredibly talented, very funny men, and I think I don't yes. think one is better than the other. I um, think the chemistry I'll say that Bob Odenkirk is probably a more believable action star than Steve Carell ever will be. <laughs> well probably, unless you know, you're talking about like get smarts. He could he could do all the get like, smarts. I guess I would have never pictured Bob Odenkirk doing what was the movie? The fuck's the movie with Odenkirk where he just beats the shit out of everybody? I don't think I watched it. That's Steve I don't Odenkirk. remember seeing. Oh, oh, it's called Nobody. Steve Odenkirk. Oh, nobody. Oh, I'm thinking of a different person. What the hell? You're thinking Steve of Odenkirk? No, Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yeah, the guy remember. who did Kung Pao. Oh, okay. It's Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Bob, Bob Odenkirk is the guy from Better Call Saul. Yes. Yeah. And he and appears he was, on, he was on episode of The Office. Mother. He was yeah, he was on he the appears office. on the office. He he does basically what Michael Scott would have been had Odenkirk been him. Sure. So we know what it would have looked like. And I just I don't know. I think Steve brought something special. I that can't be denied at all. Steve Everybody a loves Canadian. Him. So, what I mentioned earlier, though, Pam, um, I like her, but I don't like her because um, she just does some awful things. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Like, she got Jim to quit his dream job? I mean... (laughs) It's one of those things where it wasn't like it, it wasn't working, right? It's not like you have to quit your dream job, but if you want our marriage to make it, yeah, you have to quit your dream job. You're going to have to pick which one's more important to you. And whatever the outcome is the outcome. Like, it's, I'm not saying I'm going to break up with you tomorrow if you don't quit, but eventually What's going on our connection is going to be lost. We're going to lose each other. And that's just that. And that's a hard conversation to have. And it sucks. I think it's an actual real conversation. You know? Yeah. And sometimes you do have to make those sacrifices for your partner. I mean, he's in his late 30s. We'll have more op- other opportunities. Yeah. It's weird. I don't get it. She, um, I mean, they see each other every day in, the one, in their job for how many years? And then, yeah. It was, you know, it's one of those things, though, Matt, where he's, like, spending so much time doing it that he's not as present as he should be. And you're either going to, well, it's not either. What's going to end up happening is they're going to start growing apart instead of growing together. And his biggest influence is no longer their family. It's now this job, and he's going to start growing into the person that needs to be to succeed at that job. But it's not going to be the person that she needs to succeed at family. So it's a pretty natural thing. Right? Hey, I don't like who you're becoming because of this job. We should probably talk about it. I don't it. think he even changed, really. I think it's just she'd wanted him to be present more, but he didn't they talk about, like, moving uh, closer to that job so that I don't know. I don't remember. It'd be what it'd be, I suppose. She did some other stuff, though, that like was... Yeah, she's she's definitely not perfect. Sam is not perfect. She she no, does some sketchy Jim. shit, but neither was Jim. I mean, he Jim bought a house without even consulting her. Yeah. 
Like, that's crazy. But, you know, when she quit Dunder Mifflin without consulting him, like, it was just fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's just who they were. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think of The Office? Let us know at Movie Dummies Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. It's good fun. I love The Office. Who the hell doesn't? I wish that there was a better rewatch show. I like The Office Ladies. I know you do. Have you have you checked out the deep office deep dive with Brian Baumgartner? No. Kevin does a show? Kevin does a show, yeah. Well, suck me sideways. Called The Deep Dive. Uh, the Office Deep Dive. I have not listened to it, but I'm sure it's delightful. It's probably more your speed. I mean, it depends. Is it going to be about the show, or like, or is it going to be just like, I have a famous friend on, and we're going to bullshit for a little while? From what I understand, it, it's a deep dive. I, I don't know, though. I, so I'm going to listen to the most recent episode. Okay. And if it grabs you, you'll go back. If it's if it's at this point, there are 64 episodes in. If it's at, if at this point, it is they're still doing it the way that I would like to hear. I'll go back and listen for the beginning. Okay. Because even you know, office ladies, the. Uh, fake doctors, real friends. They started off just talking about like how the show was made. Like Johnny C. McGinley would even bring his journals in. Oh my god! I want now they just shoot the shit. I wanted John C. McGinley to be the third host of that show. I want him to get his own podcast going where he just reads his journals. Oh my god, that would be amazing. How long can you talk about a show though? For though, you know, I I mean, it's definitely a long time, but like. Well, Office Lady breaks it down every breaks down every episode. So there's, you know, they've been on two years. They're in season five or six now. But I mean, like we're dummies, right? We have zero expertise about anything, and we bullshit. We just talk shit about movies that we watch. That's basically what these people are doing. But they're supposed to have some some expertise because they lived it, they made it, you know. They're part of the creative process, and Fake Doctor's Real Friends doesn't talk about any of that shit anymore. No, they don't. I, I don't even listen to that one anymore because it's I, bad. But I haven't listened to it in a long time. The, oh, me neither. The Office Ladies, though, they do they do bullshit. They get off on tangents. They talk about stuff that's irrelevant to the show. But they do they do deep dive the show still. And yeah. they talk about stuff that happened on the set and and, oh, I remember this. And then, you know, that might take them on a tangent somewhere else about shoes or, you know, whatever. But they always come back. Big Doctor's Real Friends doesn't do that. They might ta- talk about the episode. Like, they might visit it for 45 seconds every 10 minutes. Yeah. It's It sucks. I don't like it. They the the new you want to have podcast. a Zach and Donald show where you guys just bullshit? Well, cool. it's don't what call it, it a into yeah, right. Don't call it a rewatch show because it's not. <laughs> so not that anymore. Let's see, what the hell's the show called? Oh, Supernatural then and now. Good rewatch show so far. So far, so far. And speaking I of like, like people shooting the shit, talking about like how movies are actually made. Um, cbbworld.com if you got a little extra scratch um one of the the podcasts in this paywall or behind this paywall is called Scott Hasn't Seen or Scott Ackerman and a guy named um I don't even I can't remember, Sean Diston so Sean Diston plays a character on Comedy Bang Bang called Sprig the Whisperer where he's like a super producer and he's just you know all around bullshitter um, and so it's Scott and Sprig the Whisperer talk about movies that Scott never saw, like big movies that he never saw, like uh, Space Jam. What? Ghost. What? 
Adam's family. What? Terms of endearment. White chicks. Father of the bride. Rocky Four. The Santa Claus. Footloose. Um, and just last week, Dick Tracy, and they what? had and they had Seth Green on, and Seth oh, Green God. knows was in Dick Tracy. He was wasn't he in Dick Tracy? No, but he knows he so much kid? about it because Seth Green was. However, he was doing something at the same time, and they were in the same like uh, production place as Dick Tracy was going on, and like he kind of befriended Warren. What's his name? Warren Beatty? Yeah. Yeah, Warren Beatty on the elevator. <laughs> because, like, he was Seth Green. He'd been in the business already five, six years. He didn't give a fuck who was anybody. And he was just, like, shooting the shit with Warren Beatty. Like, and Warren Beatty thought it hey, was bro, so cool. Hey, bro, how's it going? Because he's fucking Warren Beatty. He's like, you don't, like, this is badass. So he invited this kid to come to set. And he went to set and everything. He's like, yeah, I'm looking for Warren. And everybody's <laughs> like, what the fuck, kid? And he's like, hey, it's my buddy Seth. <laughs> but the stories he tells about like uh, the complexity and the pathos and everything of every how everything got made and how it was shot and uh, everybody's performances and like it's like this is a person who has devoted time and understanding to like to really get how this movie works. Like that that was a good listen, like legitimately awesome. Too bad it's behind a paywall, but it's worth it for me. I don't know if it's worth it for everybody. Gotcha. I love me some comedy bang bang, you know. I know you do. I, listen, I like Scott Arkin. I don't know if you guys know this, but I listen to comedy bang bang every night when I go to sleep. I did know that, actually. Like How romantic. Every night. Right now I'm listening to the Al A. Peterson episodes, but nobody knows what that means, so whatever. Sorry, <laughs> oh. Jojo. Yeah. yeah. I wish I, I could just get one did. person to listen to Comedy Bang Bang, so I'd have a Comedy Bang Bang friend, but nobody will ever listen to it. So. I tried. I, I did turn it on. I did listen. Yeah. Improv comedy is not for I everybody. Just, just wasn't for me. I like improv comedy. I just the daunting task of listening to a podcast and like sticking. That's with been it. on. Yeah, it's I mean, it's been on so long. I've been and it listening would take to it me five like ever. Ten. <laughs> right, and it would take me five ever to get caught up. You don't have to listen to all of them. You can jump in, uh, but I like... will. Oh, I, yeah, I would. <laughs> I will, though. Well, then do I it already so we can be real friends. <laughs> and it's going to take me years to do it. And I won't be able to listen to anything else. And actually, I just, that makes me actually, sad. Actually, you don't. Comedy Bang Bang has this built in. Every year, they do a best of series. It's usually four episodes. Just listen to all those. And bam, you're caught up. Now you just got to go back to January of this year. But to listen to all those old episodes, you have to uh, get behind the paywall. It's not how my brain works. It would be enough, though. But it's not how my brain works. I know. I'm going to have to listen to them all. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Your brain works? If there's anyone out there who doesn't know what Comedy Bang Bang is, that's how I would recommend they get started. Go back to the very first Best Of episodes uh, way back in the day. Listen to those. Um, Yeah. Bam, 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 you're caught up. Or should I say bang, bang? (laughs) (laughs) I will see what I can do. I will try. All righty. So, anybody watch anything that wasn't The Office now that we're 30 minutes <laughs> into this motherfucker? Sorry. That's all for me. Okay. <laughs> I do only have one show, but I have some video games as well. Um, I watched the, I'm pretty sure, the entire season, first season of Vox Machina. Oh, it's over? Uh, I I'm pretty sure they left it on that cliffhanger, but I 
guess I could be wrong. I'll let you know in a second. So this is 24 think? episodes. 24? They definitely did not live, <laughs> leave on a cliffhanger. Um, I'm liking it so far, though, for sure. Oh, wait, uh, keep going. Um, excuse me. Um, I think that was the. It says there's 24 episodes, but I think that's taking an extra. Yeah. Yeah. So season one ended at 12. Right. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, excuse me. Um, the first half of the season is like, it's good. Um, it's quality. It's worth watching, but it's not like edge of your seat awesome but the last six episodes are and it just keeps rolling and rolling into a crescendo of amazingness and uh pretty awesome i got actually got goosebumps a couple times watching it um i was i think i mentioned last time i was on the fence about like i wanted it to be similar to the web series because I didn't actually get to watch the web series since it's forever to watch. Um, yeah. But I think if I had watched the web series, I would feel a lot differently because uh, you don't want, I don't want to see just the same thing happen and like have it in front of my eyeballs. I want to see events happen a little differently, but I'm probably one of the weirdest nerds out there because Seems like the internet is full of people like, we did it differently, it's ruined. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the cliffhanger is uh, awesome. Okay. I'm excited for the second season. Yeah, I love Stallone in that movie. Never mind. Uh, the cliffhanger. I'm so confused. Oh. You're thinking of the wrong show. Um, yeah, I don't know when the second season starts, but... Well, it looks yeah, like it, it got picked it. up for a season two, so that's good news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's look at season two real quick on IMDb. Yeah, there's nothing there. It just says, like, episode 2.1. TBA. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, so that's all I watched. Video um... games, buddy. Oh, boy. I bought... <laughs> I went on a spending spree. And purchased about ooh, somewhere upwards of $80 worth of video games. But wow. I got a metric crap ton of video games. Half of it was just in like a couple of series called uh, Phoenix Wright uh, Ace Attorney. Yeah. Uh, it's it's okay. It's, it's fine. Uh, it's... Those are all Fun, like I guess. Nintendo DS games. Yeah, kind of. You get to be like a courtroom, a lawyer, and you have to like pick oh, yeah. up on clues and I know all about sorts Phoenix Wright. <laughs> it, it's fun. I got. I finished the first episode. Um, didn't blow my socks off. Yeah, but it's fun. Um, I was. I was hoping for more. I guess I like. I think I had mentioned this one time where. It's really hard to get gamers to agree on something that vehemently. Sure. Where they where it's like, oh, it's got a ninety seven percent, you know, approval rating, but apparently that's uh something they agree upon is they're fun games. Yeah. Um I also played a game called Help Will Come Tomorrow. Okay. It's a survival game where you play as a group of people in Russia that have become waylaid in the wilderness, and there's a lot of danger, and you got to fight to survive, and you have to get food, water, and you have to deal with injuries. And the scenario I was in, the there was it was a train wreck, and it was caused by a bunch of like rebellious people or whatever. Um, okay. I forget what they called them in the game, but it was... Assholes? Yeah. Um, but basically, you have to avoid them as well because <clears throat> they will shoot you. Um, 
yeah, it's it's fun. Um, pretty pretty difficult game though. <laughs> I, think I, I think I lasted like a little over a week. <laughs> My people all died, so it's a little challenging. A little challenging, but it's fun. Um, really hard to find water. I think was one of the big issues. Um, yeah, that game's fun. I also played um, a an extremely fun game called Fell Seal Arbiter's Mark. Okay. Um, and if you've <laughs> heard of like a RPG. game, yes, if you've heard of a game called Final Fantasy Tactics, you would be a big fan of this. Okay. Um, it's extremely similar. Um, you have characters that get jobs. Uh, or they call them jobs, but they're actually like classes. I would I would categorize them as. Um, and you you have to go through each map and defeat a certain amount of enemies. And I mean, it looks uh, the like story fantasy tactics. Yeah, big time. Uh, the story is pretty gripping, um, and the gameplay is good. So yeah, it lives up to its reputation and its uh, what would you call that? likeness i i don't know i guess but, the yeah, graphics it's... are a little more harvest moon i don't know yeah i mean you know but not everybody it's, it's three quarter three quarter down i mean the map looks exactly like a final fantasy tactics thing oh yeah <laughs> including the overlay like how many spaces you can walk and stuff yeah yeah there was one map where i was like isn't this just the cathedral that was <laughs> final fantasy tactics um, yeah, it's it's super fun. I bought some more games, but I unfortunately haven't been able to play them yet. But I will have some stuff to talk about next time. Very cool. So yeah, and the crazy, me, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna say though the crazy thing is like I paid eighty dollars, but I got like I don't know maybe twenty ish games. Wow. Let's get going through after a Steam sale. What's going on? Uh, well, I found, like, a cheat. <laughs> um, that game I was talking about, Fell Seal, uh, is, I think it's, like, 30 or $40 on Steam, but there's sites called, uh, there's one called G2A, and there's some others, like, CDKey.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I found it for, like, three bucks, I think. Dope. So that's, like, 90% off, and there was a couple other games where I got it for that. Uh, kind of a deal. The, the only reason I paid like eighty dollars is because when I bought Ace Attorney, I hadn't thought of <laughs> going to a key site yet. So, okay. Well, very cool. There you go. CD keys. I've definitely bought copies of uh, Microsoft Word there. So, <laughs> yeah, G two A is pretty good. Um, they're usually the cheapest, I guess. Okay. It's hard to trust some of those sites sometimes. Yeah, that's the thing is like when I kind of set out, I was I was just so bored. I'm like, man, there's got to be some way to like play something new where I won't have to break the bank or whatever. So I was like, well, you know, my cousin told me about this site and I used it one or two times and it seemed shady, but it works. So I, it, it must be legit. And, then, you know, I was looking up other sites online and, you know, you just have to like Google them and they, they'll, you know, Google will tell you if they're, scams or not so yeah yeah they got some good deals going on right yeah i was shocked i'm like that can't be <laughs> it's got to be a scam man three bucks for a 40 dollar game <laughs> interesting all right i played two games i don't remember what the one was called because i deleted no. it almost immediately it was both of them were on <laughs> game pass and it was like a physics emulator started with a b um, but it is not my cup of tea. I'll just mm. tell you that. Um, it's not like tabs. Tabs was fun because you just like hit hit a button oh, and you see tabs. like the carnage just take place. This you got to like engineer a little vehicle and send it, like drive it into an area to try to like mm. complete a task. And I'm like fuck that, no, I'm good. So I deleted that. Yeah. I don't remember what it's even called. Sorry, yeah. didn't even bother to write it down. Uh, but then I started playing Just Cause 4, and I've never played any of the Just Cause games, so I'm, like, diving into this uh, crazy-ass, weird world of bullshit, and... Um, you having a lot of fun? 
no, it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it, but it does does tell me where Halo got the idea for a grappling. Yeah, you can grapple hook the moon in that game. Yeah. Um, I've heard that, like, Just Cause is a lot of fun because it's, like, fucking wild. Yeah. And then it's, like, an open-world sandbox, but I'm not... I found it fun for, like, five minutes, and then I was like, well... I think I've done all that I really, really want to do in this game. Well, I'm not to the sandbox portion of it yet. It's just like story. The tutorial. And the, oh, you can't, yeah. You can't fast forward through cutscenes either. So. Ooh, yee. Yeah. I don't really recommend that anybody play Just Cause 4. I mean, it's not even costing me any money, and I can't even recommend it. So. <laughs> definitely don't spend any money on it. Yeah, definitely don't spend any money on it. But I did happen to watch three movies of course we watched or we watched i watched the after party are y'all caught up boogie i am not oh i'll just tell you one thing this week's episode was animated that's fun it was it was great (laughs) Um, what's the show about again um it's about dave franco was a loser in high school and became famous like rapper pop star dude and at their 15 year high school reunion this group of people who all kind of were tacitly friends go to his house for an after party and he ends up getting killed and so now who done it it's a who done it tiffany haddish is the lead detective sort of um yeah and it's just hilarity ensues and each episode is just made completely different yeah so that was good uh the servant still great um, I got about like 20 minutes into the first episode of Severance and then I had to go mm-hmm. and I never came back to it. It's very interesting. I saw, uh, a commercial and ad, uh, trailer. There it is. I saw a trailer for it. It looks pretty good. It's definitely it interesting in that. So, like, you go to your job and you get your mind wiped, like, every day. Like, you, they create, like, a, a block, a mental block. And then right. when you're home, you only remember home. When you're at work, you only remember at work. Right. And uh, everyone knows about it, like, on the outside. Right. It seems like, and like, you consent to it. It seems yes. like an interesting concept, and I'd like to see what they're going to do with it. Um, so far, it's very interesting. I love Adam Scott, so I'm going to keep watching it just for him. Okay. And uh, I also yeah. love Adam Scott. He's very good in it so far. Okay. Like it's pretty. It's pretty. It's like funny in a weird way too. It's it's weird. It's like a black comedy almost. And gotcha. he's like in his car crying, and then he gets in the elevator, and then all of a sudden, joop, he's work. Adam Scott, and he's just fine. It's really bizarre. All right. So I watched three movies. Two of them good, one of them okay. I was was perusing some stuff, and I was like, you know what? I really want to watch 30 Days of Night with Josh Hartnett, because I remember that movie being really good, and I probably haven't seen it since right around probably when it came out. Um, that's a long time ago. So I rented that sucker and guess what? Oh, it's bad. It's fucking great. Is it? Yes. (laughs) It's wow. It's probably my favorite vampire movie. I am not, I'm blown away. I was not anticipating this outcome. Yeah. I remember really liking it before. And I still really like it. I I know that this is a personal opinion and choice um, because there's a lot of, like, storytelling things that just aren't there. Like, you don't under... You're never told what the vampires are, where they're going, or why they were there. Um, All you know is the story that was in front of you. And the story that was in front of you is good enough for me um, to recommend. So... Fair enough. I really enjoyed it. Which movie? Uh, 30 Days of Night. There. Josh Hartnett's really good in it. And I highly recommend that if you haven't seen it in a while, or probably not since it came out, or if you skipped it because someone told you it sucked, give it a watch. Give it a watch. All right. 
I don't think I have seen it. Um, but as soon as you said Josh Hartnett, I didn't. I automatically assumed that it was not going to be something that you would enjoy. Why? I don't know. That's interesting. I like Josh Hartnett. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. I mean, I like Josh Hartnett too, but I just, I don't know. There was a point at which he became very unpopular. Yeah, oh, I, don't, I don't know what his deal was, but. I thought he started it off as unpopular, but then became okay. I don't, I don't know. He's just not out there, like, all the time, like, in everybody's face. I don't think he wants to be, like, a heartthrob. Yeah. You know? So he just, like, wants to be a dude who acts. Yeah. Trying to get out of it. Trying to do the Matthew McConaughey thing. <clears throat> well, if you, if you can afford to do that, do it. Yeah, for sure. So I also... Watched the new Scream. How was it? It's okay. Is it as, I mean, is it worth watching? <sighs> okay, or... It depends on how it, much it's you're okay willing... It's okay if you're skipping it. It depends on how much you're willing to accept metatextuality as being acceptable. I don't know what you mean by that. So, like, you know the first Scream is basically a parody, like a meta-parody in that it's being They're making a fun of movie them, so. while making fun of yeah. horror movies, yeah. Yeah. By explaining exactly all the plot devices they're going to use to tell this story. And, and then, then they go ahead and they use all those plot devices. Correct. And tell a really good story. And Scream 1, I think, is a is a hit. But then Scream 2, yeah. 3, the, the rest of them are kind of like, mm, Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. So they actually address this in this movie. They It's it's a seek boot. They even bring up a phrase of, like, we don't even know what to call them. You know, and it's like, it's like Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. And all of a sudden, all the sequels for Halloween are no longer canon. And it's just Halloween 1 and then these two movies, you know? Yeah. And so, like, they actually bring that up, and it's like, that's what these people are doing. That's what the killer's doing. They're trying to reboot. And so it's it's very meta. Um, they're talking about what made the first scream, or sorry, stab, because they're talking about stab, what made the first stab so good, and blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say much more, because if you want to watch it, you could get uh, spoiled. But I'll just say... The performances are okay. Um, I I think that Courtney Cox didn't have plastic surgery. I think she's getting Botox. I'll say that. Because um, she can move her face. But she's got like wrinkles on her upper lip when she does. And so I think she got she's just Botoxing herself out so that it's smooth. I don't know. I'm not that vain. I don't get why people do that shit. I don't know. Um, it is kind of touching to see her and David Arquette on screen together. Didn't Had, they break up? Yes, but and basically having like a real life conversation <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> I thought it was very That's touching. Creepy. Uh, Nev Campbell was good to come back. She looks good. And all the kids are, all the new kids are fine. It's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. If you're a fan of the series, go ahead. Like, but if you, you like, I don't know. It's one of those movies you can I take mean, I like it. the first one. Then I, don't I like the first one. I don't think you're going to be like disappointed watching it. You're just going to be like, okay, that was fucking two hours of my life. I'll just go do something else now. <laughs> well, know? that happened. I don't think it's going to blow anybody's socks off with being amazing. And I, there was like genuine surprise to me when the, the MTV TV series was actually good. Like that, okay. that was fun. Cause it, they, it was a rebrand. Everything was different. And I thought they did a very good job with it. Um, but that, this isn't that this is, it's interesting. That's all I'll say. Okay. If you're a fan of the first one, I would watch this. 
Um, I am a fan of the first one. I think that this is going to be the last one they ever make. Sounds so, like we should all hope so. Yeah, it ended with for Wes. So, I mean... Aw, that's yeah, adorable. I think that they're putting this to bed. So, Well, is it a lovely way to say goodbye? Um, It's a way. <laughs> it's the take luck of goodbyes. Take luck? Yeah. I don't get it. You don't know that Brian Regan joke where he's like, I was going to leave and I, I was going to say take oh, care. Yeah. And I thought I should say good luck, and in between I just end up going take luck. Yeah. <laughs> take take luck. Take care of the luck you may have. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's an awkward goodbye. Gotcha. The last movie well, I want to recommend that I watched is I watched it for one singular reason. Okay. It's because Eric okay. Bana was in it. Oh boy. Okay. I like Eric Bana. I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And so I watched this movie called The Dry. It's an Australian movie. takes place in Australia. Uh, one of the few times you actually get to hear him talk in his actual voice. His native accent. So that was neat. And it's a very good movie. All right. It's bleak. The color palette and the cinematography is all played very bleak. Um, but it is a murder mystery whodunit type of deal. Eric Bana is a cop in the big city, and someone from his tiny old hometown calls him and says, you got to come back home for a funeral. And the funeral is for a childhood friend of his that seemingly murdered his wife, their maybe eight-year-old son, left their infant daughter in the crib to scream for days, and then went out into the middle of a dried lake bed and shot himself in the head. Eric Bana no longer lives in this town because when he was a kid, uh, a girl that he was friends with, they had a friend group. One of the girls ended up dead in the river that has since dried up. Um, That's why it's called the dry. And uh, they blamed Eric Bana for it so much to the extent that, like, they were harassing him and his family. So him and his dad left town when he was a kid. And so while he's there, he's, like, really thinking about that. Now that he's like got all these years of police work under his belt, and um, he kind of works to find out what really happened to his friend. Did his friend really kill himself? Um, and it seems like that might not be the case. And then what really happened to this girl I knew when I was a child? Hmm. And I think it's very Interesting. Well Double whodunit. Double whodunit. Eric Bana's very good in it. Everybody's really good in it. Everybody. Um, some people you recognize, some people you won't, because it's Australian. Um, the cinematography is beautiful. The direction is very good. The script is solid, and I think that anybody who watched the movie will be happy they did. The dry. Well, it's a pretty strong sell, Joe. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I, I maybe because I can went in with almost no expectations. I only watched it because I like Eric Bana. I have no idea. But okay. maybe you've raised the... all our expectations up too much. Maybe. I like I like Eric Bennett too, but isn't he in some pretty bad flops? He doesn't really do much anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's an amazing actor. I don't know what flops he's been in, but like Munich's a really fucking good movie. Uh he was really good in Troy, whether or not you like that movie or not. I liked it. But, like, coming here to the States, too, to do movies was a second career for him. He had already done years and years and years in Australia as a comedian. Mm-hmm. He was a comedic yeah. actor. Like, the biggest comedic actor in Australia. Dang. Yeah. Hmm. And he had to come here to do drama? Yeah, he came here as the Incredible Hulk. Well, he was Finding Nemo, too. Oh, no. I think the first uh, one he was in was uh, Black Hawk Down. He played Hoot. Another Josh Hartnett movie. Yeah, another Josh Hartnett movie. Good movie, too. Maybe he hasn't Hulk, been in many flops. Troy, yeah, maybe I was Munich, somebody else. Lucky You. 
the other Boiling Girl, Star Trek. Of course, he was Nero. Really, he was good in that movie too. Oh hell! Yeah. Time Traveler's Wife, Hannah. The movie Hannah is really good, and he's good in it. Um, Lone Survivor. Yep, he was in that. Deliver Us from Evil. Yeah, he's been in some good movies. Uh, he doesn't work as much as he used to. Like a movie every other year. He was Dirty John? On the oh, Netflix damn. Show? I didn't know I that. I didn't know that. John Meehan, right? That's Dirty John? Yeah, that's Dirty John. That's great. And he's going to be Monterey Jack on Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, my God. No. Hell, yeah. Oh, okay. That is incredible. That's fantastic news. I think I might go watch Munich again. That's a really good movie. What's it about? Munich. It's about the Munich bombings. After the Black September capture and massacre of Israeli athletes at the 1972 Olympics, five men are chosen to eliminate the people responsible for that fateful day. Hmm. It's like the Mossad killing people, and it is fucking intense. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like it. And it's Spielberg. Damn. And... I don't know if you think of Spielberg as a master of building tension. You probably don't. Um, but he knows how. Uh, just watch <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Fucking great movie. Yeah, I'm going to watch that probably later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work tomorrow. Maybe I'll watch it then. But that's uh, that's all my goings on for this week. Well, any, dang, I think we've made it. Any final remarks? Um, Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Do you want to talk about Henry Cavill as the Highlander? Uh, Henry Cavill as the Highlander. It's a Chad Stahelski's redo in the movie, so it should be... It'll be good. Like, the action in it will be good. He's not going to do shaky cam. He's not going to be doing bullshit. It'll be nice wide shots with real proper people doing real proper action, which is maybe why they want Henry Cavill. Well, why wouldn't you want Henry Cavill for just about anything? Is he right? I want for what's his name? Connor McLeod. Who would? Is that his name? The Highlander? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely think it works. Whether or not, like, who's the perfect fit? I, I don't know about that, but. Yeah, I mean. I was kind of iffy about him being the Witcher. I mean, I was super excited, but I was like, oh, man, is he going to be able to, like, pull this off? I don't know. Like, uh. He's British, so he can do Scottish, right? I imagine so. I mean, in the original, you had a French guy playing a Scottish guy and a Scottish guy playing a Spaniard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't really care much about that kind of thing back in the day, did they? And Mr. Krabs was the bad guy. (laughs) That's hilarious. Clancy Brown. He's also on the newest season of Dexter, and he's amazing. Um, I don't know. Does he have to be in everything? Can we get like a younger person? Does he sound like Mr. Krabs on Dexter? No, he sounds like Clancy Brown, which I guess essentially is a little Mr. Krabs-ish. A little bit. Are you saying you think Henry Cavill is maybe aging? (laughs) Well, he's younger than me. Yeah. But... Is he like 35? He's probably younger than that. Maybe 32. 33? I have no idea, really. Henry Cavill H. 
He's in his thirty-eight when he did Man of Steel. So he's oh, so he's just a year younger than me, almost to the day. So I don't know. I don't know if there's like a. I mean, you want a guy? Never mind. <clears throat> Fuck it. He'll be great. <laughs> they gotta get a name in there. They gotta sell movie tickets. You know, like who the fuck yeah. are they gonna get? Like, that's what I. That's the other thing is like, who else would? I'm sure there's. Uh, Javier Bardem better be the Spaniard. I want Danny Trejo. Oh Danny my Trejo's god! Not a Spaniard. I love Danny, <laughs> I love Danny Trejo though. <laughs> that he is not. <laughs> At least Javier Bardem is, right? Isn't he Spanish? Oh, gosh. I have no idea. What did I just do? <laughs> we all sound like we went to Marysville. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. He was born in the Canary Islands, Spain. Ah. Nice. He's a good actor. He'd be great as the Spaniard. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time he's done swordplay. He was in a Pirates movie. I'm not super familiar with this prop, with this IP. Uh, I know there can only be one. Yeah, I know there can only be one, but that's basically all I know about it. Well, now there's going to be two. That's really all you need. Uh, It's about a guy who becomes an immortal Highlander. I mean, in Scotland, I presume. Lives in Scotland. Yeah, and then it shifts into the 80s because he's been alive for so long, and then I mean, like, what? What does he do? You know, what does I don't the really Highlander remember. do? I haven't watched this movie Looks in twenty-five years. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. Is it like a religious thing? Is it like a keeping balance to the I universe I, thing? I, I, I don't remember. It, yeah, see, the premise seemed actually kind of weird. Like, why do you have to? Why do you all have to kill each other? Why can't you just like live in peace and also not die? Oh. An immortal Scottish swordsman faces off with other immortal warriors in order to obtain a coveted ability. Uh, That's the okay. synopsis of the new one. Because living forever is just not enough. What's the ability right? they get? For the fabled prize. To okay, I'll have to rewatch this movie and I'll let you guys know what I, what I find out. All right, thank you. Do the research for us. For me, anyway. Let me know. I remember there was at least a couple movies, and for whatever reason, in the second movie, uh, Sean Connery was back in it because <laughs> he died in the first one. A little weird. And then they made a TV show, and our yeah. mother really enjoyed that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She all about name. it. She the... thought he was handsome. Was it better yeah. or. or... Or worse than when she was into Steve Austin. It was about the same. Stone Cold. It, it was right along okay. the same lines as when she used to just watch Baywatch all the time because she liked David Hasselhoff. That same. Oh, God. She loved David Hasselhoff. And I didn't mind watching Baywatch with her. I bet. I'm <laughs> sure you did not. Oh. I'm sure you were not into the Hoff, though. No. I thought he was like a no-dick loser. I had a crush on the little kid. What was his name? Cody. The sure. Hoff's kid. Can't remember. He's so dreamy. He was a cutie patootie. Yeah. Uh, uh, the new uh, Highlander is going to be missing one thing, and that is the Queen doing the soundtrack. That'll be... Uh, How do you come back from that? But uh, Yeah. That's... Uh... Why can't Queen do the soundtrack? I don't get it. Because Freddie Mercury's dead. <laughs> and he's been dead for a very long time. So? like, He was not a Highlander. Queen still exists. No, they made new music for the for the show, for the movie. Sure, Queen still exists. They can't make new music? No, because you don't have the guy who made most of their music. Um, right. That's not to uh, say that the other people in Queen did not make music. They just didn't make as many of the hits. 
Gotcha. They did some of the Ringo songs, you're saying. No, they they had good songs. But Freddie <laughs> Freddie was a force. Yeah. You just openly said said that Ringo doesn't have good songs. No. <laughs> He's a great drummer. Just not good songs. Can't do shit for songs. Alright, guys. Oh, any other movie news out there? I'm just sitting here waiting patiently for uh, Spider-Man to come out so I can buy it. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, me too. Me, I'd like you guys to see it too so we can finally talk about it. Right. Apparently it's not coming to Disney Plus in the next, you know, foreseeable future. So that Who sucks. gives a shit? I do. That's where I want to fucking watch it. Uh, I don't even know where it's going to, like... I'm buying it. I'll yeah. Be, I'll let you watch it. <laughs> <sighs> I need to see it more. March 1st. Ooh, baby. March 1st. That is around the corner. It Ooh. will be in our Plex server on March 1st. I can't believe it's almost March, man. It's going to be great. Thankfully, you're going short ass month. Thankfully, well, we did it, guys. We made it through another episode of the Movie Dummies podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening in. Uh, Hit us up. What do you think? What's going on? What's the movie news we should be paying attention to? Uh, Should we actually watch that new Amazon Lord of the Rings show? Who knows? I gotta tell you that new. That's uh, not even out yet, is it? No, the Doctor Strange uh, preview in the Super Bowl was a little fucking great. I'm a little excited. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. We're gonna be talking some more bullcrap, and maybe we'll get into some episodes where we just discuss a movie, and that's it. Those are fun. So then, yeah. Until then, I'm Joe. I'm Angela. Man, we're the movie dummies, everybody. Bye. Bye. Aw, Matthew. Everything really wrapped up nicely. <laughs>